0: Welcome to the Making Waves at Sea Level podcast with your host, Tom Singer. In each episode, we will explore the interesting stories of business executives, entrepreneurs, and industry leaders who are shaking things up and growing their companies. It is time to make some waves. Now here's your host, Tom Singer.
1: Welcome to another episode of Making Waves at Sea Level. Oh my gosh, this is episode number 616. It's crazy how this show has just continued to go for over six years and well over 600 episodes. So today's show is an interview that I did for one of the other podcasts that I host. This one was originally recorded for the Digital Enterprise Society podcast, and it's an interview with Dr. Mary Kelly. Now, Mary is a friend of mine, and she is uh, both a former military officer as well as having a PhD in economics, and she is an expert on helping people reach their goals. I interviewed her for the Digital Enterprise Society podcast to focus on the idea of goal setting in the new year. And, you know, she gave a little bit of uh, tough love along with some really actionable advice. And the more I listened to it, I thought I have to share this with the audience at Making Waves at Sea Level. So before we get started, I have to thank the sponsor of this episode. So today's episode is brought to you by Spectrum Reach. At Spectrum Reach, they know three things better than anyone. Number one, they know how to harness the power of multi-screen advertising. Two, they know how to offer a simplified one-stop shop destination for marketing solutions. And number three, they know what makes our towns and cities tick because they're our neighbors. They are the most trusted media partner in America. To get started, visit SpectrumReach.com. Now, please enjoy this interview from the Digital Enterprise Society podcast with Dr. Mary Kelly. Hey there, and welcome back to the Digital Enterprise Society podcast, or heck, if this is your first episode that you've ever listened to, welcome to the digital enterprise society podcast thank you very much for coming along on the journey of this show that we designed to be a resource for those who work in and around plm the digital enterprise society it is a forum for the exchange of ideas surrounding the tools processes and practices used across the product life cycle to learn more visit digitalenterprisesociety.org. My name is Tom Singer, and I have the honor to co-host this show. Gosh, it's been a year and a half, and usually I'm co-hosting it with Craig Brown. Craig is an industry veteran and former PLM leader at General Motors. But every now and then, it's just me, and I am doing a career-focused podcast. And today, we're going to talk about goal-setting. Now, I realize that causes some people to tremble, like, oh no, I don't like setting goals, or what does that even mean? But we have a guest today who is probably gonna rock your world a little bit and make you think about how you plan your career, how you set goals, and how you actually move forward to execute on those goals. Cause every single week, we try to bring to this podcast interesting interviews and other ideas that are gonna help all the listeners enhance and grow their careers. And today, I hope we have one of those days. Today we have with us Dr. Mary Kelly. Now, she is a graduate of the U.S. Naval Academy. She went on to be a teacher at both the Naval Academy and the Air Force Academy, and she is the author of 15 books, and what she does is she goes out and helps She helps companies uh, improve improve their profit and actually grow and i think even as individuals that's what we want to do and she is an expert one of her books is about goal setting and i've known mary for a long time i said would you come over to the digital enterprise society and share with our listeners what they can do as we go in to 2021 hey mary welcome to the digital enterprise society podcast
0: Tom, I'm really excited to be with you and your people today. You know, it's hard for people a lot of times in the tech world to plan their career. And there's a variety of reasons for this. And that's some of the things we're going to discuss today is why it's a little bit tough, how to combat some of those obstacles that get in the way of you being in the job and the position and the role and responsibility you want to be in and how to actually tactically take actionable steps to get there.
1: So, Mary, we talked before we got started that there's some common mistakes that people and technology make when they're doing their career planning? So let's just start with those basic mistakes. What are they?
0: Number one, many people don't network with other people in this world. Now, this is really common because lots of people are working from home. They work on a project. They were hired for a very specific uh, situation, a very specific skill set, and that is what they work on. Then they tend to get very myopically focused just on that on that project. The problem there is twofold. First, when you're not engaging other people on your project, and sometimes you don't need the help, and I totally understand that too, but when you're not engaging other people on the project, they don't understand what it is you actually bring to the table. You have to be talking to other people about what you are doing, what you're working on, some of the challenges you're overcoming, not because you're asking them for help, but because they need to know what you're doing, and this is on your peer level as well as with your supervisor. I have talked to many supervisors of engineers and tech folks, and they say, yep, we gave that project to Tom three months ago, haven't heard from him since we think things are going okay, because if we haven't heard from them, things must be fine and that is kind of the idea but it gives people doubt and that's the second part of the problem is they don't actually know where you are with your project what you're doing so the number one issue is communicating with your peers as well as other people on your team and your supervisor and your supervisors about what it is you're working on what you do and all of a sudden they go wow that Tom he's really smart at this he's really great at this and then they start thinking about where you can be because if all of a sudden you've been working in an organization for 3 years and nobody really knows what you do there's no way you're going to get promoted
1: (laughs) but mary i talk to a lot of people you know who work in a lot of industries and a lot of people are like yeah i I, it's not my personality to be braggadocious i don't want to tell people kind of what i'm i'm up to that they know i do good work so when you talk about wow communication you know and being able to connect and, and tell people in your company who you are and what you do what if they're like shy and and don't want to talk about themselves
0: some of this is a personality issue. Totally understandable. I'm educated as an engineer too. I totally get it. Having said that, I'm a horrible engineer.
1: So your your undergrad was in engineering, and your PhD is in economics. Is that right? Yes, I am the nerdiest person in the room. <laughs> That's like a double nerdy thing.
0: I, I get it's kind of exponentially nerdy. It, <laughs> it is, and I love tech, and I um. I am one of those early adapters and I chase it and I like it and I make all the early mistakes and all of that. The issue is not being braggadocious and you're absolutely right. In the military where I spent 25 um, years, um, some were good. Um, (laughs) In the military, your job is to do your job well. Your boss's job is to promote you. So if my people are not being promoted properly, that's on me, that is my responsibility and my failure. In the civilian world and in the tech world, your career is your responsibility. Do not expect someone else to promote you, to promote you, to talk about you, and to extol your virtues. That is your job. And not in a braggadocious way, not like, hey, I am married. I'm fantastic today. It's... Calling up Tom and saying, hey, Tom, um, it's Mary. I just wanted to check in with you. How's everything going? You know, what are you working on? Stop making it a, when you're promoting yourself. The way to do it is not to talk about you. It is to extend help to others. Hey, Tom, how was your day? What are you working on? Uh, what project are you doing? Oh, yeah, it's kind of like the project I'm working on right now. This is what I'm doing. You know, how are things going? Is there anything I can do to help you? You know, maybe we could um, have some conversations and uh, help each other out. Do this with your supervisor too. Hey, I just, you know, hey Frank, I just wanted to give you an update. It's Friday. I haven't talked to you in two weeks. Just want to let you know what I'm working on. This is what I've accomplished the last couple of weeks. Just want to keep you in the loop. There's a very big difference from keeping people informed and bragging about your accomplishments. Every single supervisor wants to be kept in the loop, even if it's bad news. So when you say, hey, I just want to give you an update, just want to keep you in the loop, just want to keep you informed, you're being genuinely helpful. So think about it in terms of being helpful, not in terms of, I am fantastic.
1: <laughs> so, so the way to promote yourself, what you're saying is, communication and just basic communication with your boss and with the other people in your department. But again, what if people are held back and they're like, well, but he doesn't want to hear from me. She's really busy. How how do we get people to do those things you're saying?
0: Tom, the business world is not dating. This is not about dating. This is not like, oh, gosh, if they care about me, they'll call. If they want to know something, they'll call. If they like me, they'll call. It is not dating. This is your career. This means it is a professional relationship. It is not, oh, I don't feel like calling today because I'm feeling shy. No, it is your professional obligation to keep the people on your team and your supervisor informed as to what it is you are doing, where you are having challenges, what obstacles you're overcoming, because maybe somebody else is having that obstacle and they need whatever you did to overcome that to help somebody else. Your job is partly is communication. That's part of the job. Now it may not be written in your job description, but if you care about where you're going, it is part of your job. And this is you taking ownership of your career. And this is where again I see a lot of people uh, I had a younger person call me this week and she said, "Well, I just want a job that's got, you know, better life balance." I said, "You realize when you tell me that what I hear is I want more money for less work and I'm lazy because right now you're not working more than 35 hours a week anyway. So, I don't know what you mean by life balance, but what it tells me is you just want things handed to you on a silver platter and you don't want to work too hard for it. I'm not going to champion you for that. Now, if you say, "Hey, over the next 3 years, my career goals are this. I want to be here. I want to be in charge of this team, this project in this area. I can work with that. But when you just say, oh, I just want more work-life balance, I kind of dismiss you out of pocket. <laughs> so, when I say communicate, communicate in a way that is honest. Now, and I And I said right away, I said, well, I got news for you. The industry you're in is not for you. And she's like, Yeah. So, we talked through it, and I said, look, this is not the right industry for you. If you care about these three things which you haven't said, but I'm inferring from some of your words, then you need to be thinking about a different industry where you have this flexibility, this opportunity, and this, but you also have to understand that's going to come with considerably less money, and she said, yeah, I was worried about that. So, every job has cost-benefits, cost-benefit analysis, it's not just for work, it's for your career as well, and you get to decide what you want to do, what you're willing to do to do it and how you're going to step up.
1: So I would imagine the, the people you consult with get a little dose of tough love from that example.
0: There is some there is definitely some tough love because, um, you know, if you want a therapist, you should call a therapist. That's not me. Um, I'm, a, I'm an executive coach. and My job is as a corporate advisor to help you make good decisions, both for you, your people, your organization, as well as. The community you serve. And that means making the right allocation of resources, being great to your people, increasing morale, making sure they've got a career plan moving forward, and helping you see the bigger picture. Where people in any stage of a crisis, the first four stages, and some people because of this year are still operating in those first four stages of a crisis it is the rejection, recognition, realization, and resolution. And it's all about me, my career, my job, my house, my family, my kids' homeschooling, my dog, my whatever. it's me, 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 me. Real leaders are concerned about the new reality. Okay, we can't be moaning about where we were 2019. Stop it. Get over it. They're thinking about the new reality and the new realignment, which is how does this change my leadership? Structurally, what needs to happen with my organization? What kind of strategic changes do we need to make? How do I help my people through change? How do I better serve my customers? How do we be better for our clients? It is very outwardly focused instead of inwardly focused, and that is the difference. So if you want to advance your career, Career. Stop thinking about you and start thinking about other people. All
1: right. So if you didn't scare some of the people away in the first (laughs) ten minutes of of this episode, for the people who are like, okay, I'm ready. I'm committed. I'm 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 on the right bus. But I don't have an understanding of how to set the goals to take my career up that career ladder. Let's get into this goal setting part. So so we've talked about the fact that you know you got to communicate. You got to be in the right place. You got to be committed. But what do people really do if their goal is to go up the career ladder where they work, they love their company, they love the people, but they're just sort of stagnant?
0: Yes, and many people stay stagnant or in status quo because frankly, it's easy. We like it there. The habenula, that part of our brain that governs our actions and behaviors, does not like change. Change management is hard because our brain is actively working against us going, no, 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 no. See, this has kept you alive up until this time. You probably shouldn't screw that up. So this is exactly part of this. Um, The the link that I'm sharing with you to share with your team is ProductiveLeaders.com. Uh, forward slash 2021 success, all in one word. I put it in the chat for you. And in this, I map out what you need to do every single month. If you're thinking about, hey, how do I get promoted? How do I get paid better? How do I uh, be challenged more at work? Before COVID started, 71% of millennials said they wanted personal and professional development at work. And in fact, they would leave that organization if they did not get some kind of personal development, professional development within someone who cared about their matriculation in that career or even in other careers, 71%. Now with COVID and the unemployment numbers up, now it's kind of more of an employer's market, which means we as the employees need to figure out where we want to go and what we want to do. So a couple things. First, you figure out where you want to go by looking around the organization. Hey, what Tom's doing over there looks pretty cool. I wonder if I could shadow him for two hours. Hey, Tom, do you mind if I spend two hours with you and figure out what goes on in this department? Uh, Go to your boss and say, hey, I am at that place in my life where I want to do more. Here are the skill sets I think I have. What skill sets do you think I have? That's a tough conversation because you may think you're great with certain things and your boss may not see it that way. And maybe they're not championing you because they don't see it. And then sometimes they can say, well, and you say, and I need this to be an honest conversation and I want constructive feedback. Now, if you're not ready for constructive feedback, don't ask the question because all it's going to do is make you sad. And this is not the performance appraisal time. This is not the yearly, oh, you're doing a good job. You got four and a half stars out of five. yay you keep going, go back to your desk, come back Monday. That's not what I'm talking about. I am talking about making your boss a partner in your career progression, even if you want their job. Especially if you want their job. Because remember, they can't move up the ladder if they don't have a good replacement identified. And maybe that's you. So, what I like to do is I've got this business success and mastermind guide, and it's about 40 pages. There's goals for the month every month. And you write down your goals for the month, whether that is, hey, I want to raise my hand. I want to start the book club. I want to listen to more of Tom Singer podcasting, Uh, whatever it is I want to do. And then you, and then part of that sheet of paper is what this month, uh, what activities this month am I, going to do that will help me achieve those goals and this month i resolved to delegate some things that just don't matter many of my engineers don't like delegating because they say i'm the only person who can do this to which i say there's probably an hour two or five or ten a week of things that in your job is not confidential there are things you have to do that somebody else might do better than you i know hard to believe But when you free up five hours a week or an hour a day or 10 hours a week, whatever that looks like, all of a sudden you can be focused on those bigger strategic things. And this is when you raise your hand with your boss, your coworkers, and say, hey, I want to do more of this. So this is part of that idea. And then you have to think about what you're going to streamline in terms of your process. But the big key in this is I ask you to contact three people a month for advice. Now that's really hard. Now, Tom, back in March, you did this really well. You just said, hey, I'm gonna call somebody every single day and ask for advice. And what happened was-
1: Yeah, no, in uh, fact, one of the things that I did that Mary's talking about is, it's it's what I call the, the one smart person a day uh, mm-hmm. thing. And that is every single day since COVID started, I have reached out uh, to someone who I think, hey, they're smart. And I just reconnect with them, have a conversation, but then I ask for advice and, and I'll be honest, In the dozens of people I've talked to over the months, only a few people have given me advice that has been able to be turned on to actually be something that has advanced my career. But I, So what if I listened to four dozen ideas and I got three great ones? I wouldn't have gotten any of them if I wasn't doing that. So I love this idea that you're saying that, you know, every week you need to be reaching out to people or every month you need to be reaching out to people to get their advice and their clarity because we can't do it alone. So I keep going. I think this is good.
0: Thanks. So that's the idea. And you do it. You plan it once a week. And if you want something done, you put it on your calendar. You don't put it on your to-do list because a lot of times it's so tempting just to put it on the to-do list and move it to the next day or the next week or the next month. And all of a sudden you lost the list and now you don't know what to do. No. (laughs) If you're serious about advancing your career, you budget that time, you put it in your calendar, you schedule it and you make it happen. And then I ask you to think about on a scale of one through five every single month. How is this month? How well did I do to advance my career, my goals? And you give yourself a score. Um, you know, one is terrible. Five is fabulous. You know, two is meh. Mm-hmm. And then you think about, well, what more could I have done to make me happier in how I am managing my career? And I ask you to answer those questions really honestly, it's in the manual I'm sending you. So let's think a little bit about identifying a goal. So let's just take a common goal that lots of people have and we're coming up on January. So the most common goal of course, is we're all going to lose weight. So when you're thinking about a goal and, and Tom, I sent you the goals plan. Your brain again automatically goes no 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 you're fine being a little fluffy we kind of like you that way you're you're cuddly that way your brain wants to justify why you should not change so it's going to immediately come up with obstacles I will lose let's say you say it's um you know here's now I want to lose um, three pounds in the month of December and I know it's going to be hard with holiday parties that aren't happening so I'm just going to stay home and eat all the cookies myself. So you say, I will remove three pounds by the end of December. And you, and all of a sudden, all the obstacles pop up. All the obstacles. I don't have time. I don't like vegetables. I don't like to drink water when wine is delicious. I would very much like to not do that. You know, your brain comes up with all of these reasons why you don't want to do it. And I got news for you. If you wait till you want to do something to take action, it is never going to happen. Because again, our hibernator goes, no, you don't need to do that. Go lie on the couch watch TV. That's way better. So I ask you to list the obstacles of getting in your way, whether it is losing weight or advancing into a new position or finishing your degree or whatever that looks like. And then you brainstorm the solution for every single obstacle. And here's where the magic happens. When you give your brain options to obstacles, your brain focuses on the solution. It actually likes them better. It goes, oh, oh, yeah, we can do that. Well, we can do that. We can do that. Your brain likes the possible. It doesn't like change, but it does like the possible. So under every single obstacle, um, I, I would rather not drink water. Okay, find a way to season that water. Oh, okay, I don't like vegetables, but you do like carrots, eat a bag of carrots a day. Okay, I can do that. Um, I don't really like exercise. Nobody likes exercise. Um, all those pro athletes are kidding themselves, um, but you can do five minutes a day. Every day you can do one push up. You can do that and make it, uh, make it small enough and actionable so that your brain goes, we can do that. If you say, I'm gonna work out every single day at the gym for an hour, you're done the first day because you're not going to get there.
1: So it is true. I know that when I do things like I'm going to do one push up, then I do 10 because now I'm there, I'm down on the floor, it's easy to do a whole workout if I just say, hey, I'm gonna do one. Mary, I wanna back up though to something that you said when you first started talking about this this goal section, and that was, you talked about the fact that the the, the book that you've created, the manual you have, is you have people do this every month. And so often I think when we think about goal setting, we think, oh, I, I do it in December so that it's ready for January, and then I have my year's worth of goals and I you know don't revisit them. This idea of having to focus on it monthly I think is really smart. How can you do that?
0: So it's all about accountability. Many people think accountability is something their boss does for them or their spouse or partner does for them or their dog is accountable because, you know, they bring you the leash and they're like, hey, get off the couch. We have to be accountable to ourselves before we can be accountable to anybody else. So this monthly guide that I'm giving you the free link to helps people stay on track. My recommend, My very gentle recommendation is download it. Um, I like to print it out because it's very easy to download something and never look at it again. When you print it out, now it sits on your desk and you think, I really should clear my desk. And then you go, oh yeah, I haven't done that for a month. Put it up on your whiteboard, tack it up to your bulletin board, whatever, and make it a habit. So that every, the first of every month, that first week, whatever that first Monday is, you spend 10 minutes and look at it and say, this is what I will do. And then part of those, part of this book is looking back at this past year and figuring out, hey, what did we focus on in 2020 that guess what? We don't need to focus on in 2021. We can leave it behind. And this helps you triage your time because many people just feel overwhelmed. Now, January, we're all full of hope. We're all magically hoping that the first of January, the world shifts, you know, as the world turns, it's somehow going to be better because it's the first of January. That's not going to happen unless we change something. And we've got to take responsibility and we've got to be accountable to ourselves to make sure that these things happen. What I see a lot of people do is they blame their boss. Well, I, you know, my boss just doesn't promote me okay, well, what have you done to promote yourself? You know, how are you keeping yourself accountable? What are you doing to push yourself and your skills forward? And this means every month looking hard. What did I do to improve myself? How am I helping other people? What am I doing to become an even more valuable member of this organization?
1: So, I'm a big proponent of goal setting. I've done it most of my career. It's paid off in many ways, but I know from my own life and other people who I've worked with, sometimes we set the goals and we don't take the action. We don't hold ourselves responsible. And why do you think that there's going to be a lot of people who listen to this, they get fired up, they download uh, your goal setting plan and then next December they're like, "No, nothing happened." What 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 causes that?
0: So, it's hard. If it was easy, everyone would do it. And that's the difference. You get to decide whether or not you're willing to take the right action to get the results you want. If you don't take the right action to get the results you want in a year, you are going to be exactly back here to do it. This is a great tool to do it. And in this manual that I'm I'm giving you, this also has the five minute goal setting plan. And And and
1: They can get get that at ProductiveLeaders.com slash 2021 success.
0: Yes, this is the free thing. They can also buy it for $30 on my website, but I find that to be financially unwise, but Hey, knock (laughs) yourself out. You know, it's just going to buy alcohol and dog food for, you know, my household. Um, as you know, but then in this, in this manual, in this download, it also has the five minute goal setting plan. And it's very specifically says for every goal you have, you write out what it is you want to accomplish the obstacles, brainstorm the solutions. If you don't know how, what the solutions look like, call me, I will help you. And then you write down the actionable takeaways. That's the difference. Actionable takeaways are things you can cross off your list. It, a lot of people say, well, I'm just going to lose five pounds. I'm like, okay, how are you going to do that? They're like um, I'm going to be healthier. Okay, B is not an action word, and your English teacher in school probably hit that, you know, with you um, as well. B is not an action word; it's very passive. So, what we want to do is take action. We want to be proactive about our career. So, I really like the idea of every single day I do a productivity sheet, which is also part of this uh, manual. And there's two different kinds. One is chronologically through the day, you know, six in the morning, you know, 6.30, 7, eight, nine, whatever. And then on the other side, it's your focus, what you have to do today, what you have to accomplish. And also included in this is the productivity week sheet. So every, so I've got a daily, weekly, and monthly plan. And it seems like a lot, but I just print them out. I put them on a clipboard. I carry it around with me. And when I've got five extra minutes, I'm like, oh, I've got five minutes. Why am I standing in this elevator when I can be doing like, you know, leg lifts? Um, why am I... Um, you know, if I've got 5 minutes, I can be walking. If I've got 5 minutes, I can make a phone call. If I've got 5 minutes, I can accomplish something. I can look at my goals and go, what did I do today? I can cross things off. Many people waste time. Time is our most precious commodity. Our life is a finite number of unknown minutes and we we don't have, we can't afford to waste it. So we've got to be organized, accountable, and focused on us.
1: So I've just realized the thing that's different about what you teach around goals, the thing that's different is you have combined the world of goal setting and the world of productivity. Everything that you've talked about falls into both camps. And I think that that's the magic to, to what you're saying. And that whole thing about freeing up time, I think that's what holds a lot of people back is they say, oh, I'm so busy. I mean, busy has become this faux badge of honor in our society. People are you know, so proud to tell their boss, oh, my God, I'm so busy today. But the reality, you know, you talked about it earlier. What can you delegate? Where can you find that hour or two hours so that you can do the things that help you grow your career when you, uh, I'm paraphrasing you, when you have productivity, you're more likely to hit your goals. Is that what you're saying?
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. You've got to define that, map it out, plan it, and then do it. And that's where a lot of people get lost. People say, well, I'd really like to climb Mount Everest. I go, do you really want to? Or do you just like the idea of doing it? And they're like, well, no, I really want to do it. Okay, so are you hiking every day? No. Um, have you put a backpack on and you know felt what it feels like to haul 50 pounds? No. Um, do you even know where Mount Everest is? Uh, <laughs> somewhere past China toward India, maybe Nepal. I'm like, you're kind of close. People think they want to do things until they start exploring it and then they just don't do it. So I'm all about triage, triage your time, take back your life and accomplish what you really want. And don't compare yourself to other people. Some people in tech, they think they should be, be advancing. But the reality is they were hired for that specific job. They're great at doing it. And maybe they just need to get better at that job. Don't compare yourself to other people. Don't compare your income to other people. Figure out what
1: you want to do and go get it. So, Mary, this has been a great conversation. And I think especially because we're in December at the end of 2020, which I think most people can admit uh, the craziest and weirdest year we've ever had, uh, at least in my lifetime. And I think that Uh, As we now, you know, the people listening to this, they're like, okay, 2021's coming, fresh start, goal setting, more productive. What's your last words of advice?
0: Just do it. I know it sounds like a slogan from a major shoe manufacturer, but just do it. Figure out what you want and go get it. If you don't know what you want, Figure out small steps in different directions so that you can find out what it is you want to do. I was very fond of telling people I didn't know what I wanted to do until I went to a lot of job fairs and figured out what I didn't want to do. And that's clarity. So figure out some clarity. If you don't have any clarity, ask you know ask around, try different things, experiment in different departments of your organization, figure out what you're great at, what you love to do, and then go get
1: it. All right, well, if people want to find out more about Dr. Mary Kelly, you can find her at productive leaders.com and remember download uh, the, the stuff on goal setting at productiveleaders.com 2021 success Mary thank you again for being here and thank you to everybody who tuned in and listened every single week Craig and I work hard to bring you a podcast that's going to inspire you and get you to like buckle down and go do things that are going to advance your career so join us next week where we're going to have more thoughts ideas and information around a career in product lifecycle management The Digital Enterprise Society, it is the place for the exchange of ideas around digital manufacturing tools. Go check us out right now at digitalenterprisesociety.org.
0: Thank you for listening to the Making Waves at Sea Level podcast. Without your listening to these in-depth conversations, there would be no show. Connect with Tom at TomSinger.com and follow him on Twitter and Instagram at TomSinger.